Logan, that was amazing. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm. It's so <laughs> a great. Yeah, welcome to episode five of Adventures Through Time and Space. Me and Renee recording this after the fact, still reeling emotionally. I, I just, feel like I'm so from tired. what we've just discussed <laughs> and talked about, we're physically spent. Um, we talk all about some great things, movies, the farewell. Do you um, talk about movies? Talk about how we get lost sometimes on on roads. Yeah, I think we had a really good conversation about like city architecture, like wayfinding, yeah, yeah, and like public transit, like kind of thing. Right. Um, and then we talk about all that. Ice cream flavors, and that was the one that you need to stay tuned to the end for. That is a great conversation. It take. just broke me. One of the one of the early highlights, I think, of this show's run was that <laughs> that whole exchange, the ever maddening <laughs> list of the fourteen. That's a great number. Worst ice cream flavors of all time. We we went deep into the mines for that. We just we yeah we we really excavated some some good terrible flavor we put in the work so you don't have to right yeah you'll you'll never go another dinner party without knowing the yeah. worst flavors from, on the, sp- from the spicy to the fishy to possibly the arousing we covered oh the, all the bases all right well stay tuned have fun we love you nice mic and everything all right here we go yeah this looks better yeah this looks way better feeling good we got good socks on today Everybody, when you use Audacity, Tell sometimes, as Logan has just taught me, mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't understand when you turn it off. It's accurate. Uh, turn off the mics before you close Audacity, so then your next session doesn't recognize those microphones. And so we just went through that. But we figured it out. Mm-hmm. We're here. We did. We're, we're smart guys here. Yeah, we, we troubleshot. That's true. We, we shot, did. Our, shot our sh- troubles. We shot our shot. On site. Um... Logan, you want to talk about a movie you saw? I do. Yeah. Um, can I talk to you really quick? Yeah. About, um, so we went to go see. I kind of mentioned it to you before we started recording. We went to go see our house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just kind of you know take a look at stuff and see how it's coming along. And of course, How's it we doing? To, it's going well. Yeah. I, I think they're about to start putting up some of the walls. Um, yeah, it is super exciting. Um, they're about still to looking at like November, December. Yeah, and actually, um, we were talking to a friend of uh, a friend of you. I mean, you know Alex, mm-hmm. um, and she was saying that she sees no reason why it shouldn't be done by that date. Because mm-hmm. I mean, if they're already putting in walls, they've already done certain inspections of yeah. the electrical and everything. Hasn't rained, so there hasn't been a reason to like delay. Yeah, that's true. It's been super dry, so, out on that. which is actually nice at that at this point. Um, so yeah, I mean, it should be ready. Um, so, of course, we're getting used to the roads out there, right? And we haven't built a mental map mm-hmm. um, of the roads. And this is this this whole thing has made me realize how just shitty I am at navigating. Oh, and I, and that's I, and where I, we're going. Okay. And, and I knew this, right? I knew that I was not good at directions, but it was never something that I needed to fix, mm-hmm. right? Um, but I've just been so frustrated at my lack of ability to navigate without Google Maps. Oh, okay. And I, this book just came out. Called Wayfinding. Okay. Um, by M. R. O'Connor, and she's okay. like this awesome journalist. She's gone around the world and um, for other assignments, but she recently went on this like she she had the same issue. She's like, I hate that I can't get around without Google Maps, mm-hmm. like, and discovered that it's um, that's actually a really big issue um, that lately people can't navigate without this thing mm-hmm. but that that is an important and inherent part to humanity and i mean you can read the book it goes into how it sounds really interesting it, it is it is interesting and because memory and spatial memory um spatial awareness are both in the same part of the brain the hippocampus mm-hmm. and um that's why memory palaces work mm-hmm. because your short-term and long-term memory are handled by the same part of you that makes mental maps mm-hmm. anyway um so, like, we're out there, and we inevitably, I mean, I and I knew it was going to happen at some point, that trying to not use Google Maps, we would get lost. And so, Andrea and I just got, like, super lost. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it made me realize that, because I was upset, right? I was like, sure. I, I, you just get so mad when you're lost. Yep. Um, and, but it made me realize that, like, I can read about wayfinding. I can get better. I knew I, when I was going north, south, east, and west, because I was working on that. Mm-hmm. But it reminded me of when I was a kid in school. Okay. And when Pokemon first came out. Okay. And and I'm getting somewhere with this. But um, my parents were always like, "How can? Why do you remember the name of all these Pokemon? Uh, okay. Yeah. But you can't remember the names of these important mm-hmm. other things. 
And so I started thinking about like, like, why can't I remember like streets and like where like 183 goes and how it intersects with this and that? Yeah. It's because it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It does like to go south. If I want to end up going south on 35, from where my house is, okay, I have to yeah. take like 290, mm-hmm. and then go north on like like t- I could take 183 north to get yeah. to 35 to go south then. Yeah. Or I could stay on 290. Like, it just doesn't, like, it doesn't make sense. I need to go north to go south. Yeah. It's It's so unintuitive. Whereas, like, and I just remembered, and I'll never forget that I was reading, like, a Psychology Today article, I guess, when I was in middle school, because it was lying around, and I was just reading it. Just something in the library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was in the back seat of my grandma's car or something. And I was reading it, and it was talking about Pokemon. (laughs) And about how, like, parents shouldn't get frustrated at their kids because they can know all the names of these Pokemon because, like, Charmander. Mm-hmm. I instantly know what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a salamander, and char sounds like fire, so it's like a fire salamander. It like, mm-hmm. looks like that. Perfect. It totally makes sense. Yeah. All of those names are intuitive, but like all these things that we learned in school and directions and all this other stuff like makes zero intuitive sense. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I always think about like Austin outgrew itself. Mm. Everybody can, we can, mm. we could spend a whole podcast, podcast talking just about, Austin. Yeah, 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 just yeah. about Austin. Um, Stay tuned. But, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, what would it be like to learning all the things we learned, like, from developing Austin, developing mm-hmm. Chicago, San Francisco, and, like, learning from all this? If you could get the smartest people in a room mm. with, like, billions of dollars and, say, develop the best city, the most well-designed city that's future proof I, I always kind of think about like how would you do that like, what would that look like I mean I think for me when you first start talking about the streets like that part of the problem a city that I think of that I've never been to but that I know is incredibly well designed from like a grid perspective mm-hmm. is New York City yeah New York City makes sense to travel in oh, right? yeah. especially if you're in Manhattan that city is just going one like first second third fourth fifth like it makes sense yeah um, you can't so, go too far without realizing you're yeah, going the wrong direction. Either like north or south, east or west, like you know where you're going right. basically at any point in time. And like so much so to where it has become like that grid system became like the de facto setting for basically all major cities mm-hmm. west of the Mississippi River. Right. Right. Like all kind of developed that same grid system. And so maybe it's New York, right? Like maybe it's that one that's like so obvious that we don't even think about it. But True. Yeah. New York City is incredible, like design city for so many reasons but i think but i think that from that grid's perspective and like the architectural like aspect not from like the giant skyscrapers but from the actual basic like how the streets are laid out how traffic moves how right, you get right. in and out of the city how you navigate the city like new york city is actually a city that in a lot of ways is future proof because it doesn't have the mess that like boston does which mm-hmm. is like awful to drive in now because they never really <laughs> updated the roads from like right. 1600s. Whereas New York City made a hard decision, but we're like, look, we're going to keep growing. What our like cobblestone roads are don't work. Let's revamp and let's flip it and do this thing now. It's going to be hard in 1800, whatever, but will right. save us 200, 300 years of, you know, progress and work. And that's what they did. Yeah. Yeah, and like having that, like it, it takes having that vision and having to make the right, hard yeah. call. And it's hard at the time. I think also what New York City has going forward is that it is the financial center of yep. the United States, arguably, arguably the, the world. world right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So it had the funds, like, okay, it's gonna hurt to rip off this billion yeah. dollar band aid. I mean, making a subway, like the reason it can't happen in yeah. Austin, and people talk about like, oh, just have a subway system because it takes like eight billion dollars. Expensive. It's super expensive. Um, and just quite frankly, for all the money that Texas has, because it, it has a ton, mm-hmm. we just don't have that. We don't have New York money. I think it's also this is I, I like this topic a lot because it's also complicated too in the sense of people talk about more major cities like Austin in particular, obviously where we live, like should have more public transit, should have a subway or like yeah. a better bus line, a better tra- like train line kind of thing. But the problem is that. It just doesn't work the same in certain cities, right? Cities are designed differently, obviously, as we've been talking about. But, like, L.A. has a subway. 
but nobody uses subway in LA because it's not right. that kind of city. It's a it's a way more mm-hmm. sprawled out, spread out city. It's a huge, like yeah. mega city basically. That's just a lot of land, right? Like that's a big issue. I think is that most of the cities west of the Mississippi River have land. They have a ton of land, and so they made mm-hmm. their cities more sprawl, like spread out and sprawled out. They grabbed all the good land they could find, and like this is the city now. Whereas the cities out east. They had to f- fight each other for land, right? Like they're they're so much smaller, more compact, and so having public transit makes sense both in terms of it's cheaper in terms of like paying the drivers, paying for gas, paying like for them to all be in the road at the same time, and also makes sense for passengers because it's an easier commute, right? Because it's not traveling as far. Whereas yeah. when you go out west, right, like whether it's Phoenix, which is a massive city land-wise, or Austin, which is still big, or Houston, or Dallas, or even, like, San Antonio to, like, L.A., these cities are huge. These cities are big, right? And, like, the exceptions are, like, SF, which does have a pretty all right, like, bus and transit system, but, like, SF, San Francisco Mm -hmm. is super small. It's super tiny. And also, even... SF has its own problems. Exactly, right? It's got its own issues, right? And, like, Denver's kind of does all right, but Denver's also has the benefit of being in the mountains, kind of. So it's like, it only can have so much land there, right? And they got weed. Yeah, and so people don't (laughs) care as much. Whereas, like, (laughs) in Texas, like, and L.A., we, we just have so much more land where it doesn't work in the same way. And it's also hard because... It's hard to instill a culture of public transit once it hasn't been there already. It's because then right. people have to be convinced to get rid of their car, right? And be convinced to stop driving and be convinced to do these things. And I, I do think there is some sort of like cultural disconnect, like the East Coast versus the rest of the country, where the East Coast, I feel like people are more comfortable being outside of a car and walking or biking or taking the bus or subway. And part of, I think, the kind of romantic charm for centuries about the West is that, like, just wide open spaces, right? It's your own thing. Just get hop in a car and drive around, right? Do whatever you want mm. to do. And I think that cultural thing is also, certainly in like the Midwest, like, it's ingrained. I feel like it's part of the charm of these places. And so you have to kind of break that or reset that. Well, I, I think I think that's multifaceted because, e- like, in Austin, I would give up my car in a heartbeat. I would love to give up my car. But the bus line doesn't go where oh, I work. No. And, like, I can't give up my car mm-hmm. because I, that's my only option for transportation yeah. at this point. Like, my office is out in, like, 2222. Like, mm-hmm. no public transportation. Yeah. Goes out there, you know? <laughs> Whereas, like, in New York and these other cities that have this. Everywhere. Yeah. You, you, in New York, like, it's obtrusive to have a car. It's yeah. a pain in the ass. Yeah. It's, it's a huge pain in the yeah. ass. You have to move it like whenever they clean the streets and like paying for a parking space is like another rent payment. Get it out of a parking space once you get that yeah. too. LA too, but that's a whole other issue. LA's got its own problems. Yeah. Um I mean as far as I think I think I think infrastructure has to come before desire. I think infrastructure mm. has to make desire. Because otherwise you people like I have the desire, but yeah. there's no infrastructure yep. for me to give up my car. I think it's a great point, but it also goes back to the thing of, but the desire has to be there because otherwise, when they propose, it's going to be eight billion dollars. People are going to say, "Well, why?" Oh, like right, we all like. Yeah. So that's the problem too, right? Is that like how do you convince people that like again, long term, it's going to be worth it, right? And yeah. I think we're in a weird spot too where and like for any policy idea no matter what it is it's hard to see the forest for the trees right it's hard to be like in 20 years this will be worth it right in 20 years your kids and you will benefit so much more from this because it's like yeah but get into that 20 years even if it's just like a five-year thing it's gonna be real hard it's gonna suck yeah um it's gonna like because people what do people hate more than almost anything else in any city construction and like just like detours and like traffic jams and everything about that it's like it's going to be years of construction and that's going to annoy people and people are going to be like get mad and they're going to vote and they're going to be angry and they're going to go to town halls and going to scream and it's like so then when you see a politician be like well maybe it's not worth all the hassle it's like yeah it kind of makes sense right? you have to because it's like it's also thinking like and they want to get reelected too this is what i was going to say is you have to be also a politician being like this is more important than being reelected, right? It's gonna be one of the things where it's like, this is more important than being reelected. This is more important than my own job security. This is more important than my own singular future because it'll benefit the future of the entire city and allow the city or whatever to grow, right? Like America should have 
more public transit in general. America should have a like high speed rail system in a way that it just doesn't. Yeah. We should our infrastructure should be radically transformed and it'd also be a massive boost to the economy. The reason we don't is because the first few years will be hard. Yeah. And so we don't. And it's just because like people in Congress who could propose this, they get reelected every other year. Right. So like mm. there's just not enough time for them to do this kind of thing. Right. And it's the same in like state capitals and it's the same in like city hall where it's like they get reelected quickly, which is great because they're held accountable, but also like, but then it makes them at times less likely to do big, ambitious, bold things that take years to see the results for. Yeah. I think this is the only advantage truly that China has over us is that it wasn't that long ago that they came out with their 50 year plan. I think it was like just last year or something like that, or maybe a couple of years ago. But yeah, they just like they were like, all right, here's our vision for the country for the next 50 years. Here are the landmarks. Of course, it's not. It, we try to make it as future proof as, as possible, yeah. but no one has a crystal ball. But we accounted. They accounted for crazy things. They accounted for like AI and all this other stuff, and yeah. we just we just can't do that here. And it's not even China. Like it, it is that thing of like it is the benefit and the drawback of the American political system in which our branches of government are split and different, right? And so we're doing our like elective offices and different kind of staggered tiered election cycles. The problem with that is that like in England or Canada or Australia, right, like they do theirs in every four or five years. So they have a bit more time to see the results kind of develop and to see initiatives or ideas kind of grow and flourish and nurture them. Mm-hmm. And here, if you're the president, you kind of do. You have four years in office. If you're a senator, you have six years. It's great. You have so much time there. Right. But in the back of your mind, always still the fact that 434 people every other year are going to be up for election. And so they really have a year that they're doing stuff because the other year they're running for election. Yeah. And so that's always the problem, right? Is that like, it's not even a China versus like democracy thing. It's that England, they get five years. Canada, they get four years, right? Like a lot of these other countries, they just get more time and it helps that they're parliamentary system. So the executive and legislative branches are in control by the same party, by the same people, right? Mm, Whereas we just don't have that, right? The fact that it's split branch of government in a different way is great, but also this is a drawback where it's that they just have less time at the same same capacity right you have to convince people that hey you might lose your seat and then they'll say hey but i don't want to which is I fair like this job yeah. i like being this job and i think i can do a lot of good outside of this one issue right like how many th- that's that thing too like this is a really great important issue for america but there are four or five things that i'm super passionate about that are also great issues and if i lose my seat because of this one thing i can't do those things right and then it's that trade-off too um, yeah. politics turns out kids is complicated and hard and messy um, and not usually as clean cut as people make it out to be but I do think that America in general should be more ambitious and far reaching right like I think a lot of our best accomplishments have been ones that took a lot of vision and capacity to say this is going to be hard and it's going to be difficult and we're not even sure if we can do it, but we're going to say within this period of time, these are the goals we want to hit, right? And, like, yeah. obviously, maybe the most famous is the moon landing JFK, in a decade. Yeah. Um, well, some people think that if JFK hadn't been assassinated, that, yes. that it wouldn't have happened. Yes. That the only reason that we continued going on was, like, oh, we have to do this in JFK's memory. He was a martyr to the cause. Yeah, because, like, uh, at the time, there were a lot of people saying, why the hell do we want to go to the moon? Like, what's the, like, oh, to beat the... Be the Russians. Russians, okay, yeah. but like, what, how's that going to help me with my farm or feed my family? And this is always the irony with these big, giant, ambitious things, too, is that that's the argument you're going to get brought up, too, is, right. well, what does it do for me and my farm or whatever, or whatever, whatever? And the answer is that science and discovery always benefits civilization and society. Look how many things exist because of the moon landing. For starters, you welcome the internet. Uh, <laughs> you have that to think. <laughs> Better calculators. We have a pencil or where we have pins that can oh, write yeah, space. Yeah, the TI-84 yeah. Silver Edition happened uh, because of the moon landing. Like, so much came out of the space race and moon and the NASA. Like, the benefits the from NASA. a, like, economical level are massive. But more than that, it's what it does for us as people, right? Like, we're, we explore. We constantly stay curious and do things that seem impossible. Somebody and once so, told me that... Um, 
you know, everybody gets hopped up over. Well, yeah, that too. But you know, someone told me them once that the sharpest tool in the shed. (laughs) (laughs) That uh, (laughs) yeah, people get hopped up on military spending. Yeah, Um, really hopped up on it, and sometimes with good reason. You know, it's a huge chunk of our money, like going to a military spending. We should know what it's about. Mm. But um, what people don't realize is that so much R and D goes into that. And like the laser that came to your CD player mm-hmm. started as an R&D project for the military, mm-hmm. right? And like we wouldn't, it eventually, oh God, I hate to use the word trickle down, but eventually it, it ends up in the hands of the masses, mm-hmm. right? Um, like I'm, I'm, I think Bluetooth technology also happened there. I don't That'd quote me on that. Um, Radios, walkie-talkies. No, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all sure. basic things, right? Right. I but in the military first, and so that video might... games are a direct effect of like military slash like space thing. They wouldn't yeah. exist without those two things, right? We don't have video games, and we wouldn't have this podcast. Yep, and then you wouldn't be listening. But to I mean, us. but even that is a great point, right? Because without the moon race and without the military, we wouldn't have this laptop. We wouldn't have these microphones. We wouldn't have the internet to record it on and put it on. We wouldn't have these cell phones, right? Like think about how much stuff that, and it's that weird thing because we spend too much money in the military, probably. But we don't spend enough money on space, and that could be something where we spend money on, because then there are benefits from there, right? And space, it, force. space Force. Space uh, Force. Space Force. Uh, but I think that's that's the next podcast. Um, space Horse. Space Horse. How many Space Horses could you beat? Oh, God. The size of ducks. Yeah. Jesus, no. <laughs> but I think, yeah, it's tricky, and it's hard, and I think, in general, I think that we should... This, this is a hot take that nobody's going to agree with on the internet, but like, Uh-oh. in general, we should maybe give politicians more credit than we do, or more, I think, sympathy or whatever than we do. It's hard. It's not easy. Right. Um, the decisions they make are huge and far-reaching, and they affect everybody, and it's impossible to try to map that out. And I, I think that's why I just naturally like people who are ambitious and say, this is a 10-year plan to go to the moon, or like even... Like, I feel like that's what made part of what made Obama so special is that he was like, here are our goals in the next, like, 15, 20 years on these issues, right? And whether it was, like, the Paris Climate Accord, um, global warming, and the targets they set for, I think, 2030 or 2035, whether which is a huge, massive global, like, all the entire globe working together for one common purpose, whether it's, like, domestically for, like, gas consumption mileage for cars... Um, where all cars were required to have certain targets by like 2025, 2030, 2020, whether it was like care, obviously, mm-hmm. and then being like by these dates, everybody's going to have healthcare basically, um, or whether it's just, I think, the general push he had, like he had targets in his mind and he said, this is where we want to be by this period of time. Um, and he, he was unabashed in his kind of statement that like, when he went into office, he was like, I want to be a transformative president, right? I want to try, I want to be one of those kind of people. And I think he did because he had such a big ambition and vision to him, um, which maybe some might say the current incumbent lacks that <laughs> a lot. Maybe Logan, is this your, uh, I think this is your stump speech. I think we got it. Your stump it's speech. recorded. Vote. You talked a lot about infrastructure. You vote Logan and Ray, 2020. There you go. 2032? Be old enough, probably? Uh, For sure. We have yeah, to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd yeah, be f- 40 in 2032. I'll be... 41? Dead? Oh. I'll be dead. Oh. oh. <laughs> I went to Andrea. That's the plan. No, I'm just kidding. That's um, the plan. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, you saw a movie. I did, yeah. What I saw The Farewell. See? Okay, um, what's it about? By Lulu Wang. Um it's beautiful. Yeah, the premise is basically a grandmother hey. and a Chinese family, Chinese-American family, for some of them, um, gets diagnosed with a terminal illness. And it's told that she is rough, doesn't get told. Her sister gets told that she has three months to live, um, possibly less. And wah, wah, wah. the family decides to not tell her. Not tell the grandma that she's dying, because mm-hmm. why bother? There's nothing she can do, and this is there's mm-hmm. a saying in China, as the movie says, that cancer kills, uh, and so 
why bother, right? It's the fear of it that it kill you quicker. Hold on, wait a second. Yeah. The saying is cancer kills, so cancer why bother? kills you. Yeah. No, it's not why why be like cancer kills you. It's like the saying and she was like, Oh, because like the fear of it will kill you quicker. But like she had just said like cancer kills you and they were like, Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, what? Wait, wait, but that's the saying. Cancer kills you. Cancer kills you. Well, that's, uh, I mean, they're not wrong. Yeah. Um, and it is a, obviously it's a drama. The main character of the film really resents the fact that they're not telling the grandma. She wants to tell the grandma. The entire family flies to China and basically, like, decide to have a wedding. One of the cousins decides to just get married with, like, the girlfriend he's been dating for three months. <gasps> Um, because it's an excuse for everybody to get and see the grandma one last time before she passes away, and that way she won't know either. It is super beautiful. I would say the vast, a good three quarters of the movie is probably in Chinese. Um, nice. And then, That's cool. yeah, and then a quarter, maybe maybe a third, is in English, um, because only the main character and her parents they're from America, um, and so they speak English, but the rest of the cast is from China. Except for the cousin's fiance that he's marrying, who's from Japan, which is great because she doesn't speak Chinese. And so oh, there's so amazing. many great scenes <laughs> of, her just, of her just like looking for like visual clues and then being like, and like <laughs> clapping with him. Um, and it's so there's like a scene at the dinner table where like there, there's very much like a passive aggressive like kind of back and forth between one of the moms and like her like sister in law, I think. Um, and they're like kind of bickering more and more and more and more. And, more. and then just like cuts to the Japanese like, fiance and she's kind of being like <laughs> and she understands what she's they're saying but she knows that something's not right um and it's just great like her reaction is so great she's only got like a few actual lines in the movie but like she's always such a funny just like deadpan cut to her uh shot no but the film i think is really really beautiful it's very quiet it's kind of understated um it's wickedly funny it's so funny um that's like i think one of the best parts about it is how it marries humor and drama so effortlessly throughout the film um well lulu wang is is so talented yeah and, have and you I'm, seen crazy rich asians oh yeah okay oh yeah and and you can just tell that she's just like loaded with this like this quick humor and i'm glad that she has this film out she and it's so, and so good right and i think i really loved the film it's different than what i thought it was going to be going in uh i did i made it almost through the entire movie Without tearing up, and then and then they got you. Like the next last scene of the film, um, I started to cry. I got got me. him. It's, it's so good. It's so beautiful. <laughs> and it's just in the, like projection room. And like, it's just him, such a like small moment. Like it's just like a, it's like the final scene between her and her grandma, and like how they like stage it and like film it. But it's like so just like whoa, like they're just having a conversation like in a bedroom. But it's like man, that is so and it's it's beautiful. But I think what appealed to me most getting out of it and then talking to a few friends of mine that I saw it with was kind of the universality of it all, right? Where it's like, I'm not Chinese-American. Um, sorry to break the news to you if you made it this far in the podcast. You can't see him, guys, but he's not. Um, and none of the people I saw it with were. Um, we cross many different ethnicities and cultures, but... None of us are Chinese American, but we're all deeply affected by that. And I think what it does so well is that we all deeply connected to so many of the kind of smaller stories, right? Of like, there's a scene where the main character and her dad are talking, and he just keeps going like, "Are you good on money? How you doing? How's the job going? Have you heard back on this thing?" And it's just, <laughs> she's she, yeah. all she says the entire time is, "I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine." And that was everybody. I feel like everyone's oh, had yeah. that exchange with their parents, right? And they're well, you can't tell your mom like, "Man, this job sucks." Or your dad, it. right? Yeah, or like yeah. or like I need money. Like it's just like you don't yeah. you just like I'll figure it out kind of thing. And I think the way that it did those scenes and the way that it did the stuff with her parents in particular was so well, right? And the way it handled being somebody who lives a continent, an ocean away from your grandparents, from most of your family, right? Only her and her two parents live in America and the rest of the family lives either in China or Japan. And she only sees her grandma a few times um, since they were like six and they left China. And like how it deals with that and how it deals with those kind of emotions and feelings, um, I found really beautiful and touching, right? As somebody who didn't ever live in the same place as my grandparents, um, I really connected with that and I really felt that. And I thought that was a beautiful depiction of that. And it's just, it is a beautiful family story and dealing with whether or not to tell her or not to tell her and kind of the wrestling of that throughout the entire film 
dealing with kind of the generational effects of family um, and the roots of family. And I think it's a great, I won't spoil this because one of my favorite parts of me, but there's a great kind of monologue that one of the characters gives to kind of two of the main characters about the difference between living in the East versus the West. Mm. Um, and it's one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. And it's basically just about like the individual and the family and what they mean in each culture. And it is very, very, very good. Um, I think I'm, I'm excited to see it again. It, it is such a, it's a very Logan movie in the fact that it's like, or just, it revels in quiet kind of understated moments. Those are things that I really love in films and games and it has a plethora of them, but it's very good. It is very rad. You all check it out. Um, there were a lot of cool trailers beforehand too. Shut the knives out. Pretty excited for that. It's going to be rad. Um, but no, I think it's good. Mo- movies are good. Movies are good, actually, guys. Uh, Logan, uh, what's your rating of this movie? Out of three thumbs. Ooh, that's a hard... I just gave you a hard metric. Because... Oh, man, what is two thumbs? What is three thumbs? So I, I, if we're doing it, like, one's, one thumb is, like, one-third. It's, like, a 33%. Two thumbs is, like, 66%. I'm going to go two and a half using that metric. Ah, okay, he got him. He turned uh he turned a three uh I a would three say, point system into a six point system. I would say if we're doing it out of like ten, which I feel like is kind of the I would I would give this probably an eight point five out of ten. It is oh, great. Logan, ten thumbs doesn't make any damn sense. Uh <laughs> there are lots of us. We got a lot a lot, lot of thumbs at beer night. Uh is rad. It's very, very good. Okay. Sure. Cool. You and Andre will love it. Yeah, yeah, I need to figure out when we're gonna go see that. Um it was restaurant week here in Austin. We went on a date. Oh, was this it? Past week. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I mean, know it, that. I think it still is until oh. September. Oh, wow. September 2nd. That's not really a week. That's just kind of a month. At yeah, that point. it's kind of like the thumbs thing. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, okay. But, um, sure. but no, yeah, we went to this one place. I always forget, like, they, they kind of trick you a little bit where they're like, hey, come in and enjoy this menu. We give you, like, three courses, 35 bucks. And they're like, well, that's a great deal. But you forget there's two of you. So... Like you end up spending like at least seventy dollars, <laughs> um, but no, it was really good. We went to um, Chaspas. Cha- Chaspas, it's a taco place in Austin. Okay, it's pretty good. It's a new place. Okay, yeah, tell me about it then. Yeah. Um, no, it was pretty good. I mean, it is. Um, it's, it's not Tex-Mex for sure. Okay. Do you have um, a, Do you have a preference in terms of no i mean if the food is good yeah right that's what i say but i people get serious about it and and this place doesn't do that um well this place doesn't say like oh we're authentic mexican food i have an issue when somebody says like oh it's like it's mexican food or it's like authentic mexican food and it's like tex-mex that's when i have an issue like if you're going to be tex-mex be tex-mex if you're going to slather cheese on everything sure you disagree i don't i mean like i think the thing for me is that I don't disagree, really. Okay. I think... Because I'm going to have to fight you. I think really what I would say is, in general, I think people get too hooked up about this. Um, okay. People take, in my year in Austin, tacos very seriously. It is a religion. Yeah. I've begun to understand this. And, like, I don't know. I think it's maybe because I grew up in two areas in the South and Midwest where I feel like there's, like, this more com- more kind of communal aspect of like everybody takes the recipes from somebody else and kind of like does their own thing and it does their twist and like nobody would be like this is like whatever whatever thing okay that makes sense um like every food like it's also the thing like every food in like the deep south or the midwest is like from somewhere else especially in like the midwest like a lot of them are from like germany or like England, I guess, but like nobody really has a good name. Like Germany in particular has a huge German population you, in Missouri. You England tea. Um, and like St. Louis area in particular, and the south part of Missouri is a huge German population. So a lot of them are like German recipes kind of inspired. And in the south too, a lot of them are from a mixing of like Cajun and like African and like parts of Europe all kind of mixing together and doing their own thing. Um, especially with like American, obviously local like food, like fruits and vegetables and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's hard. I don't know. I think food's really cool. I love food a lot. Obviously, who doesn't? <laughs> uh-huh. But do you like music as well and dancing? I like music. <laughs> Dancing's all right. 
Nensen's over. Nensen on the cusp. Not quite, but on the cusp of being overrated. Not quite, mm-hmm. but on the cusp. Well, it's just a thing, like, when you're in high school and you meet this girl you like. You like everything, man. And you're like, oh, I don't know. She's funny and she's smart. Oh, yeah, what about that other girl you like? What about, oh, I don't know, man. She was just really funny and smart and she likes music. That's everybody. I always, so now, see, you've done it and we're going to derail this podcast right here on this topic. All right. I always enjoyed these, yeah, like, high school, junior high, how do you describe this girl you're into or, like, whatever, and it's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, like, she, she, yeah, she's cool. Oh, what's cool about her? I know, she just gets she, it. Yeah, she, yeah, she, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that. She just, like, gets it, man, you know what I mean? Like, she just is cool. Like, mom and dad would be like, yeah, but, like, why? Be like, oh, you just don't get it. You, know, you just don't get it. Like, she just is, man. And then would be like, Oh, she's like really funny. Like, oh yeah, what about her? He's funny, and it's like she's just funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like you don't have any sort of descriptors beyond that. And <laughs> I think, or even God, like everything about I feel like middle school, junior high, high school romances are just gonna be being like, oh man, it just is this thing. And it's just not like other girls. Man. I, it's just not like other girls. I've never, met, I've never met anybody like her. How many, how many girls have me and you met that are just not like anybody else? And it's like, you know what? Maybe they are, though. And it's like, nah. Like, they're just like, this one girl is like She's a unique snowflake, unlike any other member of the species. God. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's, and you look around, it's just like a 13 year old girl with braces. And it's like, this can fit any lineup, I feel like, right now. You just. Arranged thirteen-year-old girls, and they're all gonna look. Yeah, and like she's like this. considers herself quirky because she like wears cat ears or something. Weird cat. It has like a fucking scrunchie in her hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that. Uh, oh my god, that's hilarious. But no, yeah, I'm excited to see this restaurant. Uh, check it out. It's good, man. I think I'm thinking about this restaurant because I'm hungry right now. Yeah, I'm always hungry. I'm getting Domino's later tonight. Ah, you son of a bitch. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you rub Domino's in my face? I'm pretty excited about it. Logan, what toppings are you getting on this Domino's? Tell me. I need to know. Pepperoni. Uh-huh. I think it's it. And I think we're going to get some crazy bread. Oh, uh, what kind of crazy bread? I don't know. Oh, uh, what, what kind of sauces? The dipping sauces, tell me. Probably just marinara. I'm right? just going to live vicariously Probably just you. marinara. I'll give you the... I'll, I'll text you pictures later on tonight of what we get. Oh, dear God, yes. I think marinara. Who is this, you and Jazz? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz... He's like straight now. Jazz is begrudgingly, I feel like, liking pepperoni more, but she did not like pepperoni for a long time. Oh, that's right, because she's a psycho. Yeah, she's a freak. She's not like other girls. Yeah. She doesn't like pepperoni. <laughs> she's not like. Jazz, jazz is basic girls, but we're t- saying here. Just, uh, I don't like pepperoni. Uh, okay, cool. You're, cool. You're so cool, Jazz. All right. Um, she's not like other girls. She likes hockey. Likes, yeah, does like hockey. Jazz is unique, but like, in interesting ways. You, uh, y'all are starting a podcast. Tell me about that. At some point in time, yeah, we're gonna do a young adult re read, I guess. Not rewatch, podcast. Reread. 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 We're gonna go back the first one is we're gonna go back and reread all the Alex Ryder books. Ooh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You need, no the, you need to be in this podcast. It's going to be great. Oh, my God. Alex Ryder. Hell, yeah. I forgot about I like him. I had massive all those Alex books. Ryder. I'm a huge. Because, again, I'm a massive spy guy, and I love spy yeah. stories in general. Um, so Alex Ryder was always a huge one for me as a kid. Um, he was so cool. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. He was like what you wanted to be. I mean, that, that Absolutely. To, uh, Absolutely. Every book fair, dude. Where's the Alex Ryder Absolutely. Book? Yep. Uh, we finished reading Stormbreakers. So we have to record that podcast at some point in time. The very first one. Wait, the next one had a key on the cover, didn't it? Point blank. Oh, my one. God. I think, you're, I think you're thinking of the third book, though. Skeleton Key. Uh, yeah. I told you. You should be in the pod. It's going to be great. It is absolutely. Like, I cannot wait to see what's going to happen next. It's going to be just absolute chaos. Um, but Do you it's know really the name good. of this podcast yet? Young Adult Again. <gasps> That's a great name. Jazz Foster. That is a better name than our name. No. Don't say that. Okay, I'm sorry. Don't sorry. Do Don't that. listen, Pod. Don't listen to him. Uh, but that is great. But Renee, unless you have something else to say about your restaurant from Tex-Mex Co. I basically done. It was cool. We had homework. And I don't know if you did your homework. You didn't remind me. And Dad, you didn't remind me of my homework. Shit. I could do it right now. I got the computer in front of you me. Yeah, the computer right in front of you. Although it would mess up the sound because would, you would hear the typing. So here's the thing. Did you do your homework? Kind of. Oh, God. What I did instead is not really the homework I was assigned, but I did kind of a homework. What are the homework? Of, is that what you've been tapping your phone this whole time? No, but that... Why were you tapping your phone? I'm counting the times I'm saying like. Oh. I'm tabulating them. 
No way. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm trying to. It's hard Logan, to keep... You you know, don't listen to my... My brother's listening to this right now. Logan, it's hard, it's to, hard to keep track of it sometimes, but I'm trying to see. I want to do like a thing and see how like me steadily going down. Or maybe I'll go up more. I'll go like you know fucking what, nuts. I, actually, you know what? This is actually... This is a great... They do this in Toastmasters. So do they? Yeah. So there's somebody who um, listens to your speech and they count how many times you say like mm. or uh or That's uh. right. In public speaking too. Mm-hmm. When you take these classes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They they count that. Yep. So actually, this would be great. We will. Uh, we'll. Should we have a Logan like counter? I mean, I have the one I have. Episode? So yeah, we'll we'll see what I get. Well, like in the description of each episode. Okay. Well, hopefully it doesn't take that long. So here's what I googled. <laughs> weirdest. Right, let me do weirdest medicine flavors. This is the homework from last week. Yeah, I didn't do it. I get an F. And I'm gonna fail the class. What keeps popping up is not medicine flavors. I need extra credit. It's weirdest ice cream flavors. Mom. So we're going to do that instead. Okay, weirdest ice cream flavors. Ice cream flavors. This is from the Huffington Post. So, is, oh, okay. By Alison Spiegel. So, like, the weirdest ice cream flavors, like, in different countries? or The worst ice cream flavors oh. of all time ranked. Read at your own risk is what it says. We're going we're gonna to talk about these. We're going to rank some of these. All right. Let's do it. There are 14. That's such a dumb number to just <laughs> pick 14 of them. I can be honest. Allison, don't know about that decision. You could have just done one more and make it 15, but all right, we'll do That's four- like having a grading scale of three thumbs. <laughs> yeah, it's like stupid. We will do 14. So here oh. we go. We're starting with butter pecan. That doesn't sound bad. I'd eat that. I'd try. I'd try it at least. I mean, they haven't gone to Texas. We have pecan so festival. We're, we're saying, I'm saying that's a solid, that sounds like a three to five. I'd try that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'd try that. That sounds, doesn't sound terrible. Butter pecan sounds good. Eggnog. That sounds interesting. Yeah, eggnog ice cream sounds interesting. I think it could. It, it's a thing of like it could be great. It could also be bad. I could see both ends of that. Yeah, because eggnog is something you have in the winter time. You don't need ice cream in the winter. Yeah. Unless it's Texas and it's still like eighty degrees. Eighty degrees. That might work. Would in it works. Yeah, it's a thing. Okay. Again, I think I've like never been to Texas. Butter pecan more than that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is just called Birthday Blast. And the description says, <laughs> Why eat artificially flavored birthday cake ice cream when you can eat amazing ice cream with real people? Here's the thing. I don't even need to read the rest of this fucking shit. <laughs> birthday Blast ice cream sounds rad as hell. Yeah. It, does it have, it has pieces of birthday cake in I, it? I, or at the very least, it's like flavored like birthday cake. And here's the thing. Birthday cake is rad. So A, this is the top dog so far. This is easier than what's like yeah, for I'm sure going to be eat, great. I'm going to go find this ice cream. That, it's a little picture. It's from Brayers. I've seen this. It looks rad. Buy this for next week, and we'll eat this and okay. do a review of it. This sounds incredible. Wait, that so, sounds... so oh, I gotta say, so far the good. person who's writing this article sounds like they don't know shit. Eggnog, I'll be like, all right, fair. Yeah, that's but like, fine. the other two are great. So bacon sounds fucking gross. I'll give you that. Bacon, bacon? sounds gross. Bacon sounds gross. Oh, that's terrible. Bacon sounds gross. Unless there's bacon bits in vanilla, that actually kind of says keep bacon and ice cream. Yeah, I agree. That's fair. That sounds that sounds like the worst one so far. Yeah, that's fine. I don't like bacon donuts. I don't like bacon. None of that sounds. Wait, good. what about bacon pancakes? That's great. Yeah, that's Those are great. Yeah, okay. But that ma- it makes sense there, right? It makes sense because there. it's breakfast food. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cotton candy. Mm. It's not as good as birthday blast, but I still <laughs> think cotton candy would be all right, right? It's It's just like cold cotton. It's just like a cold cotton candy version. I feel like it's like it's already super sugary sweet. I would say that cotton candy ice cream. Toes the line. Fair. You're getting close. Fair. It's not bacon or eggnog. Absolutely. But it's yes. not birthday blast or butter pecan. I'm kind of interested, honestly. I feel like I've seen butter pecan at like Baskin Robbins. Licorice. That's a weird one. Ooh, no, 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 no. That see that. So so licorice and cotton candy ice cream. Those are brothers. Mm. And licorice is the bad brother. Is Kane? Kane? Kane's the one that yes. killed Abel. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I see what you're so saying. It's like I read the Bible. I read the Bible. Yeah, yeah. So Licorice is the brother yeah, that got a theater and dance degree. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. About, I don't know about Licorice. I hope he's okay. Licorice, I'm saying, is better than bacon below eggnog. It's second worst, I'd say. Oh, you think eggnog sounds worse than licorice ice cream? No, I think bacon is the worst. Oh, okay. Oh, then oh. licorice, then eggnog. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah. And sure, birthday blast is still the best. I don't know how it's possibly going to get beaten. <laughs> Rum raisin. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So I'm not wild about raisins to begin with. Mm-hmm. So I need to know if there are like actual raisins in it or if it's just like, well, it looks like actual raisins in this actually. Yeah, you, you would have to. That's, yeah, that's mm, bad. I might, I, I'm, if it's actual raisins, I'm putting that below licorice even. That, Cause that's a texture thing where that doesn't, that doesn't, that's not how ice cream should oh, be. Oh, I didn't think yeah, about the think texture. About that. That's a texture. Oh. 
That could yeah. be worse than... I don't know if it's worse than bacon, because bacon just sounds awful, but texture-wise, that, that does not sound good. Um, I think rum bacon raisin. is still worse. Yeah, but rum raisin is rum rough. raisin is what your like grandma, grandma right? Really like the little, in, yeah. what's the old the like names of the old like hard candies they always have in their bags. The Jolly Rancher, the Jolly Rancher like like Worthington kind of things too. Whatever, it starts at W. If you like, don't you fuck with Worthingtons? Is that it? I think it is Worthington. Yeah, those are yeah. if caramel. The caramel ones, dog. Caramel ones are right. But I feel like grandma never had caramel, right? She always had like the like weird like. Tapioca, whatever the fuck, and like okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Garlic. That's fucking gross. That's disgusting. That's gross. Get that shit out of here. That might How be dare worse. Dare you than assault bacon. my ears that's with this? That's fucking gross. Oh no. That's garlic. Gross. I don't know. That's a tough. Garlic or bacon? Which is worse? That's gross. garlic is worse than bacon. That's gross. But like bacon heat for sure. That's gross. Garlic I can't even. Bacon ice cream are, are having sex in the backseat of a car somewhere, and it's awful. Oh man. <laughs> I wonder if it smells like garlic too. Uh, That's gross. All right, so so bacon is the garlic is the worst. Garlic is the worst, and it has to be, and then bacon. Yeah, for sure. That's gross. Oh, (laughs) we're just so stuck on this horseradish. Renee, (laughs) Renee, (laughs) look at this pic. Look at it. Look good. Okay. That's okay, like ho- fancy horseradish. Yeah, and you know what this is making me realize? I think horseradish ice cream We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna slam it right now. We're, we're gonna, gonna fucking trash we, it, don't yeah. worry. But but I can very well see horseradish ice cream being served at a restaurant. Like a like you've had like a, a quail like a restaurant that serves quail <laughs> as like a main yeah, yeah, main yeah. course. And then afterward, you get like a little scoop because the way it's being presented in that photo. Let me paint the picture for people at home. It's like it's like on a wooden tray yeah. with like some sort of garnish and some sort of drizzled something. Like, uh, but the name no. Here's I the thing: can't. horseradish is awful. That's gross. I'm debating whether or not it's worse than garlic or not. Is crying at. Mm-hmm. And we'll say garlic is worse. Garlic, bacon, and horseradish. I'm saying garlic. And garlic. the question is, do we think bacon or horseradish is worse? I think horseradish is worse. So ba- garlic, horseradish, and then bacon. Yeah, for sure. That's gross. Pizza. Wh- that sounds fine. Oh, really? I need pizza flavored. That's actually, it looks just like orange. It looks like kind of like caramel. Let me Honestly. see this. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, it's not as bad as garlic. I think pizza could be good. You think it, pizza it, ice cream could be good? It depends on the flavored pizza, I guess. Probably like cheese or pepperoni. Probably cheese. Maybe cheese. Uh, Okay. Okay. Here's here's, here's a cognitive dissonance that I have to get over right now because cheese and ice cream are both dairy products, but I don't want cheese flavored ice cream. I think pizza could be good. Depends on how they do it, but I do not think it's worse than garlic or horseradish or no, bacon I would, even. I would. Okay. Yeah. I would. Because they're all more like pungent, like and you're like punching kind of. I feel like flavors. I agree. I think. Okay. So okay. pizza's fine. Yeah. All right. Fine. It's all right. It definitely hangs out with licorice, though. Cold sweat ice cream. Excuse me? That's not a fucking flavor. (laughs) (laughs) You just like, you just like, like, hot car. (laughs) That's not a flavor of ice cream. (laughs) Cold sweat ice cream from North Carolina-based ice cream store, Sunny Sky, requires you to sign a waiver before you purchase it. It's made with some of the hottest peppers out there. Oh, dude, look at this picture. What? Dude, that looks like like vomit. Oh, yeah, it really does. That's just, uh... Wait, so, wait so it's, it's, it's peppers. It's, but, like, hella hot peppers. Some of the hottest uh, peppers in the world, oh, apparently. Oh, okay, I so get what like you're going for. Like, hot you're, peppery you're ice cream. sweat, but it's cold. That's dumb. That sounds gross is more important. Oh, yeah, it, hot it is gross. peppery ice cream. So, I'm going to say... I'm going to say, and this is a hot take, <sighs> this goes beyond horseradish and garlic. You think it's the worst? Because this That's actually assu- it assaults you. It assaults your tongue. Hot pep- peppery ice cream. Imagine that, like hot, like yeah, you're jalapeno, like, whatever. You bite into it for a cold Ghost treat pepper ice cream, yeah. On a summer day, and the next That's thing you know, your That's just gross. mouth is gross. And also... Fire. If I open the top of a thing of ice cream, look at that. I'm like, man, that's mold. Someone that's, threw up in this, this, this is ice cream. This is fucking infected from like the zombie <laughs> plague right here, guys. God, that's gross as shit. Oh, dude, this is lobster. Oh, dude, 
You can see it in the ice cream. You can see pieces of lobster no, in the cone. It. Oh no! Oh, that's no. you know someone who who made that ice cream is it? They're a Wall Street executive that hung out at a kid's birthday party. Ben and, and Bill's it. Chocolate Emporium in Maine sells so a butter flavored ice cream with real pieces of cooked lobster. <laughs> Every day we stray further from God's oh, light. God. Look, I'm just like riveted by this picture. This might be in like the fucking episode. Wait, hold image. on. The best garnish for lobster ice cream is instead of a cherry on top, you just put the two little eye pods, <laughs> the little uh, black eye things yeah. on top. Maybe the claws on the side. Oh, uh, man. That's gross. Oh, no. But it's not worse than the pepper one. That's just a monster. Again, it assaults you. It ba- It's like assault and battery is I that ice cream. They might as well name did that. Is still is better than garlic and maybe horseradish, because this is butter flavored with lobster chunks, right? So the butter part would be fine. But then you get the lobster chunks. But here's the thing: I feel like lobster could be still more chill than like garlic or horseradish. Yeah. So I agree. It, it might be like fourth worst, but it's not bottom three, which we're looking for here. I don't like it, but I agree with it. Cold sweat is definitely the worst so far. That's gonna be hard to beat. Absolutely. Bubblegum flavored ice cream sounds like regular ice cream. That's regular. Yeah, that that's seems fine. like basic. I don't know why it's the second worst one here. That's basic ice cream flavored. That's number no, that's fine. Yeah. That might that's like totally like I'd eat bubblegum flavored ice cream probably. I really need to know where the moral compass of the person who wrote this article is. It's got actual bubblegum chunks in it. I don't care, it's still fine. It's yeah. fine. That's oh fine. well bubblegum chunks I mean you spit it out, but you have to chew that. And then if you swallow them. Yeah, if you swallow bubblegum chunks, that stays in your GI tract for like eight years. Seven years, I think, yeah. That's not real. <laughs> That's what? not real. <laughs> what is it? Tell me. Viagra laced ice cream. <laughs> This champagne-laced ice cream contains 25 milligrams of Viagra. The end. You want to see how it's served to you, Renee? (laughs) Okay, you have to explain it. You have to explain it. It's, it is two ice cream, two champagne flavored ice cream balls <laughs> at the bottom, and then a waffle cone stacked on top of these two ice cream balls. Well, can you imagine, can you imagine like, taking, like getting this ice cream and then going to a kid's birthday party? Hey, everybody's gonna like everyone's dick's just hard. So here's my thing, I guess, though, right? Like we're doing this based off of flavor and flavor-wise. People are like having heart attacks when they're eating this ice cream. Champagne flavored ice cream doesn't sound bad. Uh, is the thing. That's the trick, right? So like flavor-wise, it's oh definitely not the worst. <laughs> the question becomes: Does the 25 milligrams of Viagra? Happy 50th birthday, Grandpa. Like that's the question. Here's an ice cream. Like. And like I don't know how much Viagra do you, like I was like I what like is that. the dose of Viagra like twenty five milligrams is that a lot of Viagra I don't know I don't know I don't know it's probably you're gonna five milligrams you're gonna get half chubs for sure at least so I don't even this blew this blew the whole fucking doors <laughs> off the roof here <laughs> at, the, at the end we really walked off the reservation oh man one. I don't know. Where do you even put that? I'm like riveted by this picture too. Here's something I want you to see because then you can ha- you can't look away from it either. The left ice cream ball here looks like it has eyes and it's like a face. Oh yeah, it does right? Look like, it looks like um, like eyes and kind of like a like oh who like is that? Upper General mouth. Grievous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So now it looks like it's a face from one of the balls too. It's really oh my god. Oh my god, that, that, that can't, can't be real. Who makes this ice cream? I can click the Pfizer. Link. I can click the link. <laughs> the pharmaceutical for sure. company. <laughs> it is that is so we just need to know really for sure cold sits in the bottom three somewhere <laughs> and for sure garlic is and the question is do we have viagra in the bottom three yes. okay so fair enough yes, Logan. <laughs> how do we not i mean we talked about how cold sweat assaults your mouth this goes after you know you want to what the headline on huffington post announced uh-huh. this ice cream is uh-huh. Viagra laced ice cream is an arousing nutrient. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Huffington Post. What? <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Uh, 
can't breathe. I can't breathe. Francis was asked to create a vac. Uh, sorry, Charlie Henry Francis, the inventor of this ice cream. Oh, I thought you meant Pope Francis. Francis was asked to create a Viagra-laced ice cream for a party for one of his A-list celebrity clients. According to his aptly named blog, Lick Me, I'm Delicious. Each scoop of the ice cream contains 25 milligrams of the well-known male enhancement drug, the same amount in the lowest dose of the drug. So you're definitely getting something. Yeah. Something's happening to you when you eat this ice cream. Francis has created some cheeky flavors before. He's created a sprout sorbet, a glow-in-the-dark ice cream, mm. and even something called Don't Eat the Yellow Snow. Oh, God. This, this person needs to get locked up. This will go to jail. <sighs> Let's see what other Man, weddings. So Serving this ice cream at a wedding. It's a good time. I People can't dance. So, here's the, I, so here's the thing. <laughs> I still think... Uh-huh. What do you think, Logan? That ultimately... Don't tell me some horse shit like garlic is worse. Garlic is not worse. But I do think that the cold sweat is the worst one. Because this isn't... Okay. This won't taste bad is the thing. It won't taste bad. It has a bad physical effect, but it doesn't taste bad, right? It's a thing. <laughs> yeah. You might get put on a list if you go to a and park. It's a, but here's the thing. You make making jokes, but it's a thing, too. Like, hey, next romantic night, you and the missus, eat some ice cream together. <laughs> right? Like, it's a thing, too. Like, there are benefits in a way where, like, there's no situation where it's like, you know what I want? Fucking oh, mouth okay. lava, cold sweat, pepper <laughs> shit, fucking trash. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's the thing. There are times where this might be like, okay. Where there are never times yeah, where it's, it's like, because it's that thing too, like, if you did like a blind taste test because you're an asshole and gave somebody that flavor, <laughs> no. they might it'd be like champagne flavor. Like, that I might be just, all right. What are these chewy bits in the champagne? Nobody would like cold sweat. That's gross. That's my pitch to you. I'm going to put that out there. That's my pitch to you. You can determine the final rank, but I think <coughs> Cold Sweat's worse than Ragger's second. That's what oh, I'm gonna man. say. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, you're right. Yeah, right. Yeah, it has right. to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, damn it, Logan, you don't play by the rules, but you get results. Rag released. You're right. Ice cream. This oh is my God. incredible. That's a eleventh hour, oh, bottom of the ninth inning plot twist. I'm fucking. So riveted by this picture of this ice cream. I, can't, I have to stop looking. It's just like, I'm like fascinated by it. It's just like, the, the, the face on the it. bottom right ball is a face. It is General Grievous' face. It I is absolutely General. Yeah, they made, they were it. like, wait, this needs General Grievous. In I here. cannot unsee it. Um, wow, that's amazing. So that is our, we were saying, garlic is the third worst. Viagra lace is second. And the number one worst ice cream flavor out there is hot. Or no, uh, cold sweat, sweat, which is just chunks of the hottest peppers in the world. Put uh, into this list got insane. This list got like it looks like, like I was a chili almost the cold sweat one, like a chili. Yeah, like like or like peppers and hummus. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it just like. it looks it just gross <clears throat> is what it looks like. Not like I was really expecting like number one to be something like I don't know carpet, <laughs> like something dumb. But instead, you get <clears throat> Viagra laced champagne flavored ice cream. Oh my god, I'm exhausted. I'm really tired. That, that, that's that a good. That's a good. Out. That's a good high right there. Oh my god. I, do we even want to do the cough syrup now? Because that this just oh, ran I away. I forgot all about this. Oh yeah, this is this is it. That's we've done it. This yeah, week. that's it. That's right there. That's such a great ending. We can't top that. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever top that again. Holy Christ! Nah, we, oh my god. Um. All right. The what presentation. Weird, everything else. Yeah. Do we, Logan? Did you do you have a um? Philosophical question to pose to our um, to our dudes. Are we so, going to do that this time? So here's what we're going to say. I want you to go onto the internet or your local grocery store, <laughs> listeners of this podcast, and try to find the weirdest flavor of ice cream you can find. Oh, good one. And see, do a good one. No, 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 that's a good one. Oh, thank you. And see where it stacks up. Is it worse than garlic? Is it worse than Viagra lace? Probably <laughs> Viagra not. Viagra ice cream. Is it worse than cold sweat? Almost certainly not. Um. And tell us, I want the weirdest one, right? Give us your. Doesn't even have to things. be bad. No, that's the thing. Just weirdest flavor. That maybe it's great. That's the thing. Yeah. Bubblegum sounds rad, honestly. Yeah. How is birthday bash on this list? And bubble bubblegum was the second worst one on the list, and it's like what? 
Um, Silly people. Yeah, Allison. So, <laughs> so find the weirdest ice cream flavors you can and let us know. And me and Renee are gonna we're gonna get that if we if you find birthday, birthday blast. blast. Oh, for sure, birthday blast. We are going to eat that next week and give our view of our thoughts on it because it sounds great. Super down. Um, but that is your assignment, listeners. And I will we will tweet out a thing on the timeline as well about this. East. And also about our. I think it's fair to say uh, mind-melting thoughts on what we've just witnessed and seen. <laughs> mind-melting. Mind-arousing in some cases, Oh, I my guess. God. All right. I got I to gotta turn this off. Right. <laughs> but um, what, do we, what do we normally do? Just buy yeah, everybody? Yeah. So that, thank you for listening. Uh, oh, yeah, be sure to right. like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify. Give us five stars. We're very good boys. We like ice cream. Mm-hmm. Some of the flavors. Um, <laughs> be sure to leave in your iTunes review what flavor of ice cream you like. Uh, smash that like button. Smash that like, retweet, follow the Instagram. We don't have one, but follow the Twitter. We do have one, Adventures Through Time and Space. Me and Renee tweet funny things at that sometimes. We do. Um, and until next time, you know, just like be chill. Be chill. Be a good person. Bye. Bye.